Welcome to War Games. We will get you ready for your next sales opportunity. Are you looking to win the sales battle? You have joined the right team. Here on the War Games Group, we take the strategies and mindsets from the most successful salespeople and share it with you. With our help, you won't have to fail your way to the top. When it comes to crossing the minefield of sales, step in the footprints of those that crossed before you. Prepare yourself for boot camp and beyond. It's time for War Games to begin. Welcome, Wargamers. It's Wednesday. It's Joe, the host. So I am excited today to bring to you a friend of mine that I borrowed from another friend of mine so that we could all be friends together. But here's the best part. Let me bring up my other friend there, Amy Lee, because, hey, look, it's Amy Lee. So in looking at this, so guys, understand who we bringing on. You saw it in the promo piece that came out, Marta Spurt. Now, Marta is, okay, I'm going to tell you right now, everybody that joins us here in War Games is an entrepreneur that's looking to not be doing it alone. Everybody is looking to say, I don't want to do things alone. I don't want to practice everything on my own. I'd like to have somebody that actually could help me to get to the next level. That's why we come to play in War Games. Now, if you are ready for that next level push and you're saying, guess what? I need to make sure I have somebody who's invested in me, right? That's where you're going to find Marta. Marta is the one that helps entrepreneurs reach their potential. And why does she help you do that? Because she's done it. And that's what you want to look for. TEDx speaker. She's on Business Insider, Fox News. Okay. People listen to her. So when I bring her up, I suggest y'all do it too. Because she knows what it is she's talking about. But she's going to help us on how do we engage? How do we be authentically ourselves? Because as you meet her and listen to her, you will see she is authentically Marta. So let me bring her up, Miss Marta Spurk. Welcome. Hi. Switch with me. There you go. We got that. She's like, and how did I mean, switching with you, Joe? Yeah, I do it. I do it. But yes, Marta, welcome to War Games. This is where entrepreneurs come to play and they come here to say, how is it I can get better? Mm -hmm. And so you were referred to me by Amy Lee. You and I had met on a different business venture before. Mm -hmm. And so in that, you since then, you have expanded and gone so much further than you were to begin with. And now we get to see you on the news if we go check out Colorado news stations that's out there. Uh, books. There's a book behind you back there. I can see that one. So you, you are literally blowing up. And it's because why? It's because of what you're going to share with us today. And I think that's where most of us, I was talking with someone the other day who told me, I truly have imposter syndrome. I truly have this where I don't think I am this or whatever it is. And I'm like, it's so funny that the people that are authentically the ones that can do something always feel imposter syndrome, mm -hmm. right? And the ones that should feel imposter syndrome don't. <laughs> And they're just out there louder. And their answer is yell louder than somebody else. And that way it'll be me and, and no one will doubt me. So Amy Lee, sorry, I just read Amy Lee's comment. <laughs> Boom. That was great. Yes. So Miss Marta, what I would like to do in the war games fashion is 
to turn it over to you and say, you have entrepreneurs sitting there going, please, please, please tell me what it is I should do. And then, of course, you can also offer up anything you have because why? Because we love a good sales presentation. So if you want to do that, I also went out and said, hold on, let's go put her up here because that's her website. And it's a very well done website because you want to know media, you want to know about her, you want to know whatever. Everything is right there, pops up, and she she understands the power of video because it's all over the website. Those moving pictures that may be here for a while. Mm -hmm. So, all right, Miss Mark, I'm going to stop. The empowerment coach, talk yes. to us, please. Thank yes. you. Thank you so much for having me. I'm very excited about this format because I am teacher extraordinaire. I really love going through the steps and the and the, the the points and the framework and all of that. And I was actually actually just talking to a friend um, yesterday, and we're both marketers. And I was telling her how there are things that are so obvious to me right now that I've been doing this for a while. But people that are still struggling with sales, they obviously struggle with it. <laughs> they obviously struggle with these things that are so basic. They overlook, and those are the very things that need to be in place for our marketing to work and for people to actually, um, okay, I sound a little muty. My kids are around, but let me know if this is better. Is it better? Yeah, okay, yeah, because I, I was using I headphones. Better. Okay, I don't want to sound like I'm underwater. Um, but anyways, one of the very things that has helped me in my journey and that I use a lot in my marketing and in my empowerment coaching and empowerment marketing has to do with personality. I have been using this because it's what I've used with myself. Not everybody wants to be media extraordinaire, being in front of people. Some people are more introverted they don't get a pass to not sell. So if you have a business and you're using the uh, excuse that you're an introvert, that you know, you're know you not very sociable or whatever, it's easy for you, Marta, because you love being in front of the camera. You don't get a pass because if you have a business, people need to know that, that you have a business. People need to know what you're selling. So you can't use that as an excuse. So I'm not super consistent with social media. I hate social media. Well, that is your problem. That's not social media's problem, right? So you need to find a way that it works for you. You don't have to do it like me because obviously that's something that I enjoy doing. But if you don't enjoy doing, then find something that works and do it. Regardless of what it is that you like or dislike, you can't not do anything. There have to be specific things that you are doing. Please don't reach the point of burnout, right? Because people take things to, to, to an extreme. Well, I'm just going to sit here and manifest my next sale. And I'm not, not actually going to post about it or talk about it or create a link for people to pay me for it. That's one of the things that I tell people all of the time. Can somebody go to your website right now and pay you money for something? And then people look at me like, uh, well, that's a I problem. Feel I feel it. Like you do? Okay, good. <laughs> right? So it's like if if people can't find you and if they can't pay you right now, there is a problem. You need to be able to be found and you need to be able to be paid even when you're not actively doing things because then when you're actively doing things, you're going to make even more sales. So those are my first um little bombs out there. But in terms of the personality, so can I share some slides that I had prepared? Does it work if I press present? It does. Okay. All right. So let me skip through Okay, some of them because I have quite a few, but I want, I like showing my face too, to be more animated. 
Oh, from my computer. Oh, I have to have them uploaded. I was just going to share my screen. Oh, I can share my screen. Okay, sorry. I'm used to Zoom. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, this is, this is the blaster. This one goes multiple places. Sorry, we're okay. high tech here, Marta. Right. Um, yeah. so, stay with us. Well, right now she's going, so now what happened? And you're like, well, Joe has to add it to the stream. And then okay. once Joe adds it to the stream, we're all here together. Is this working? Can you see it? I can see be yourself. Just keep showing up in your mouse. Yeah. And can you see my face too? Because I don't see anything uh -huh. anymore. I'll, I'll take oh, it down. Yeah. That's no, fine. No, okay. you're, you're perfect. It, it's your face. All three of us are stacked up on the left side. We're Amazing. Good to go. Okay, cool. Well, so one of the things that people hear a lot in the industry, in the coaching industry, business coaching, is just be yourself and just keep showing up. So it's a little bit of what I just said. You need to be doing stuff. You need to be out there. Awesome, Marta. I'm out there. <laughs> And then people may say, I am myself, I am showing up and nothing seems to be happening. So if you are one of these people that's screaming at your phone, screaming at your coach, screaming at the economy, screaming at your spouse, screaming at the dog because nothing's happening, let me give you some specific steps to help you find that unique edge of yours so that you find a strategy that works for you and you actually do something. You don't just sit and pout that it's not working because for the other person it worked, but for you it didn't. Well, figure something out for yourself and get on going friend we don't get to just sit around and not do anything um we have to figure out what it is that works if what you've been doing is not working then it's time to try something else and this is a quote from my book by the way a little plug for you to go check it out i say my focus is helping you find your unique edge that special thing that is specific to you and presented in such a powerful way that people will look at you and want to learn from you isn't that the ultimate goal somebody looking at you i've had many times and i know you special people have as well when people say i don't know what it is about you i don't even know what it is that you sell but i think i need it they just love your energy and they love who you are and this is when you know how to show up as yourself. So here are the five five steps. I don't want to be super in-depth in all of them, but this is basically what I talk about in all my content, in my book. Some of them are in my TEDx. It's what I really stand by. And it's called The Empowered Path, obviously. And it is notice, listen, forgive, empower, and transform. So I'll just go through them quickly. The first one, notice, notice yourself, is that personality piece. So what I feel like is really lacking in the traditional marketing out there is that I feel it's skipping a step. Coaches will encourage you to start with your audience, right? You go do an exercise, who's your avatar? And I'm sick of all that crap. It's never worked for me. <laughs> so instead, what I realized, I need to start with myself. Who am I? Before I start thinking about who those people are, I need to understand who I am. So that I find something that works for me that I can do sustainably in long term and not want to give up my business every other day. And for that, I need to understand myself. So uh, I work with the Enneagram a lot. Uh, that has been one of the personal assessment tools that has helped me the most. And but I understand that the Enneagram is very um, it's very complex. There's nine different personality types. People usually treat the Enneagram like a Myers-Briggs, go take the test, and then you know your type, and then you just bring it up casually in conversation. That's not what the Enneagram is meant for. You're supposed to study all of the types. You're supposed to understand the ins and outs of all of them so that you understand yourself and other people better. But I understand that not everyone is interested in this kind of stuff. So what I did is that I took it upon myself to create my own personality 
quiz um, where I break down the nine types in three types. So it makes it more digestible and it makes it easier for you to understand two other types versus eight other types. So I call it the what's your six figure personality, six figure and beyond. And you can take the quiz, go to that link or grab your phone if you're not watching this on your phone and uh, scan the QR code. And, yeah, and then you're going to figure out if you are a thinker, a feeler or a doer. And with that information, you're going to understand why maybe you hate social media, why maybe you hate going networking, why maybe you love showing up all the time everywhere. And that is going to make you feel more self-accepting and understand the road that works for you and keep at it, as opposed to trying something that somebody told you to do that does not feel good, and then you beat yourself up over it. But the other step of this, too, is understanding that your audience is made up of all these different people. So whatever it is that you're doing, if it's not resonating, then it's worth uh, reevaluating because maybe you are not speaking to those people's personality type. Okay. But let me just walk you through the three types really quickly. So if you have a chance to go and take the quiz, um, let me know what you come up with. I, I think Amy Lee has already taken it in the past and she is a doer, but I'm curious to know what you would be, Joe. So let me know. It's it's more branded for women. I will admit that, but you can kind of play around with the answers. Okay. So thinking about your cycle. I took my estrogen this morning, so I'll take the quiz. Okay. Sounds great. Yes. <laughs> so quick run through of the three types. Feelers are your stereotypical analytical people, attention to detail, super perfectionists, um, the people that are out in the world to fix mistakes. They are very reliable people. They're the people that do the right thing even when no one is watching. That's I feel like that's the best way to describe it because not everybody is like that, right? If no one's monitoring me, can I just slack off a little bit? And there, there is a virtue in that, and I'll get to that in a minute. But the downside of being so reliable and so by the book is that these people are afraid of taking risks. So I see how feelers make great coaches because they're naturally empathetic. They are great, you know, listeners and all of that because they are more selfless. Feelers are more selfless. It's like in the name. So they make great teachers and mentors in that sense, but they may struggle with taking risks. And a huge part of being a business owner is having faith when you don't really know what's going to happen. And for sometimes this is easier than for others. Thinkers, the stereotypical creative artists, uh, more withdrawn, living in their own little world, which is great. We need those people. We need the scientists and the artists of the world because the great ideas come from them, but they have a hard time interacting with the outside world um, because they love being in their own little world. But a huge part of being an entrepreneur is commu communicating right, with your audience, with prospects, networking, putting yourself out there. So usually feelers and thinkers are the ones that will tell you, I hate social media. I don't pay attention to any of the things that are going on. Um, and that's a great virtue to have to unplug from work in many capacities, but it's, it can get in the way if you're not putting yourself out there and showing up. So the thinkers are more afraid of rejection. Those are the ones that may struggle with imposter syndrome more because they're living in their own head. Everything is fine in their own head. If they go outside of their world, they risk rejection. They risk being put down. They risk being, uh, criticized, right? And then doers, um, that is me and Amy Lee, action-driven, it's in the word, right? 
do all the things, but then the opposite of what I just said happens, separating your personal life from work, right? Not creating those boundaries, wanting to work all the time, borderline alcoholics. Um, and all of that happens because they tend to be afraid of looking like a failure, of not being enough. How can I do something else? Can I throw in something else? You know, please see my value. Please look at me and see that I am successful and please want me in your world. So that's great because they take action and they move forward. So feelers and thinkers look up to the doers, but the doers have a lot to learn from the feelers and thinkers. So I hope this makes sense. Understanding this about yourself will help you in those moments where you don't know what to do. Oh, this is part of my makeup. This is how I operate. So maybe I go need to talk to my friend who is a, who is a feeler to kind of slap some logic into me and help me understand the situation, right? So we are naturally surrounded by opposites in many ways because those people help balance us out. And we need those people. I always like to joke and say, um, you wouldn't want to walk on or under a bridge that I built because probably wouldn't be very sick. Um, and that's because I don't have much attention to detail. I'm the type of person that builds a plane as I am flying the plane. So that's a great virtue to have, but it's not very safe, <laughs> you know? So I need those feelers and thinkers in my network to help me see things that I don't see, but they need me in their network so that I can push them into action when they're just overthinking it and over problematizing things instead of taking action. So we really need each other. A world made up of a bunch of architects and engineers would be extremely freaking boring. We need some pizzazz. So that's why we are here as doers to add some color and the thinkers too. Okay. So I'm the feeler. Just so you you're know. the feeler. Oh, cute. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, that's actually the don't tell me what to do or I, exactly. That's true. Because okay. as soon as it popped up and said, Joe, you're the feeler, I'm like, you don't know. Yeah, that's oh exactly God. what I said. I was like, you don't know. Don't don't pigeonhole me and put me in a box. No. <laughs> that's hilarious. And it sounds a lot like my husband, too. Yeah. Uh, he is a feeler, by the way. He's an electrician, so the world is more black and white. There are no really great areas in his mind. So he resonates. Electrical engineer by degree. So, <laughs> yes. Yes. There you go. There you go. So having this in mind, uh, understand that there are feelers, thinkers, and doers in your network in your clients right in your audience everywhere so for me as a doer i'm very bubbly i'm very enthusiastic so when i hop on a zoom call it's taken me a while to understand this and this whole personality stuff has been super helpful i get on a zoom call and the person is just like giving me nothing they're just sitting there as i'm going up and down doing all the things and at first i used to think they hate me they think i'm stupid they don't want to talk to me and then afterwards they would say, I really like you, you're great. And I'm like, why, why didn't you show me something? Why didn't you give me something? That's just the way that they are, right? So there's people out there that behave drastically differently from you and it's not because they're out to get you. That's just the way they are. So if we are to understand these people for who they are, it has to start with us, but this is the step where I take you to really understanding your audience and your client. But I really feel it's so much easier to understand something else when you take the time to understand yourself. So keeping this in mind, so this is where the marketing stuff begins. What is not taking action costing those feelers, thinkers, and doers in your audience? For the people that are the same type as you, it's easier for you to speak to them because you understand them on a soul level because you operate so much like them. But what about the other people? What about the others that are afraid of taking risks? That's not me. 
it's super easy for me to go and try something new. Some people really struggle with it. So that's where you need to create space to have conversations with these people to understand where they're coming from. So you can add that to your marketing since it's not something that comes easily to you. And one way that I like doing that is really thinking about the personality types, but also thinking about different areas of life. So many people struggle with showing up and putting content on social media or whatever, writing copy for their website. Um, because they're thinking very, um, they're being very narrow-minded to their own niche, but somebody's life encompasses more than their health or their finances or their career or, you know, their relationships or their, or, or themselves. So quick tip, if you're struggling with what to say, you know, I have this Black Friday sale happening and I don't know what else to say besides buy my thing. <laughs> I encourage you to start thinking about the different areas of life that this that this product or the service can help that person, not just the immediate niche area that you're in. So it's very easy for a health coach to be talking about sleep, energy levels, eating healthy foods, whatever. Are you talking about how this is affecting their marriage because they don't have the energy so they're snapping at their spouse all the time? Are you talking about how this is affecting their productivity at work in their business because they're not eating healthy? So think outside the box more and I'm going to get to the point where I encourage you to add the personality type as well. But that's another thing. So how can you talk about taking a risk in your service and product and expanding into a different area of their life that's being affected by them not taking care of that specific thing that you can help with? Okay. So there are so many different ways you could go about it to create content. You are the expert in your uh, subject matter. And those people are not. So it's really your job to educate and to inform them in a way that they're not thinking about. Because the fact of the matter is, these people are not walking around thinking about your service and thinking about your product. You are, right? So you need to start making them think about it. And how do you do that? With marketing. Okay? You raise awareness for that specific thing. And that's something else that I could go on a whole rant about. So many people are afraid of launching because it's become such a dreaded term and Launching is marketing, is you raising awareness on a specific offer. And it, and it doesn't get to be only for Black Friday, by the way. It has to be something you do all year long, all the time. Otherwise, people are going about their lives and they don't know that they need you. So here's just some tips on how to make them see that they do need your product and service. My next, and if you need to interrupt me or do anything, let me know because I can, I, I'm going to keep going. <laughs> Oh, no, no. This is great. I was just, every time I was like, I'm no, she just answered it. Nope. She just answered it. So we're good. And I'm like, it's, she can't see any of us. So stripping we are nodding with you. Yeah. That I can't see. Can you still see my screen? Yes. It's just smaller. Okay. That's good. Right there. Okay. Cause I can't see you and I need that human interaction. Okay. Now I see you too. And that makes me okay. happy. Okay. There we go. I need to see some some faces. Okay. So, yeah, my next so, so here, here's the next comment from my brother. Keep okay. going. Okay. Yay. <laughs> All right. So this next step is the middle step is my third step. And this is the most important thing. Again, I was just having a conversation with my friend um, and I was telling her how I was judging myself. And then I started judging myself for judging myself. Like, how dare you judge yourself, Martha? And it's like, no, stop. You can't do it. Period. But then she said something fabulous. She said, you know what? The more things that you get to forgive yourself for, the more you get to love yourself more. 
So it never ends. So it's going to be a process of you constantly forgiving yourself and loving yourself more. So that's great. Take that as a gift instead of thinking that that's bad. And I love this step of forgiveness because I don't think, again, this is very much talked about when in the marketing context, <laughs> because it's like, do the next thing, sell the next thing. And it's like, whoa, 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 things will go wrong, quote unquote, right? Things will go in a way that I didn't expect. People will ask for refunds. People will say, this is not really what I wanted. People will say, I love you so much. Next day, they're canceling. All the things are going to happen. And that's where we need to take a little break, right? And forgive ourselves in the process and also forgive our audience and use this in our content. I feel that, and I know that the majority of uh, content pieces that I put out there where I talk about when I messed up and how I am dealing with it, that's the content that people connect with because they find some hope in knowing that you mess up too. That's when they want to work with you because they stop seeing you as this perfect God. And they're like, wow, if they're imperfect and they're still making things happen, then they can probably help me too because I'm imperfect and I make mistakes all the time. So the, the, and this is something that I actually learned from the animal staff that I really, really love is permission content. Give people permission to be where they are. It's okay that you don't know how to eat better. It's totally fine that you haven't made a sale in several months. It really is because you're not the only one. <laughs> there are so many people that are like a step even behind. So when you give people the permission to just be where they are, you're empowering them. You're empowering them to then take a step and do something else. Because we all want to attract dream clients. We don't want to attract headache clients. We've all had those, right? That call us in inappropriate moments that really take the boundaries way too far. And then we're like, I shouldn't have insisted for this person to sign up for my thing. I should have just left it, <laughs> you know? So how do we avoid attracting these kinds of people when we empower them before they even decide to buy our thing? And how do you empower them? You let them know that you're not going to do the work for them. They have to, right? They have all the ability to change their situation. You're there just to guide them. And this is what I'm going to talk about in the next step. But basically in this one is humanize yourself and share a story that shows vulnerability and and. One of my favorite ones that I share all the time is saying, I cry in front of my computer sometimes. Wouldn't imagine how many people love hearing that, <laughs> you know, because they're always seeing me smile and I seem like I don't sleep and I have all the energy in the world. And to tell them there are days when I'm so disappointed that I cry. There are days when I argue with my husband and he tells me, what are you doing? You know, there are days when I consider giving up and people love that. They love that because it's true and it's honest. So. Some helpful words in this type of content, the permission content, is to tell them it is okay. But don't leave them there, right? Let them know there's something that you can do, right? And, and it doesn't have to be buy from me. It's just saying, hey, just keep going because I'm keeping going too, right? You could say it happens. So many people struggle with this. Even if you're sharing a client's story too, to say she didn't know what to do, you know, that's real. Wow, it's not just me. Somebody else is out there struggling with this and you can help me. We all feel it. And then ask them, you know, are you ready to change the situation? Are you ready? You know, if you could imagine if all that good marketing stuff that we usually have, but I feel like many people start from the let's change everything and do all the things instead of acknowledging where they are. I feel like that's where the empowerment begins. So 
in terms of the empowerment, back to what I was saying. So, the way Marta, you are, yeah. jump in. I'm just going to ask something real quick. So, I, and you probably see this more than I do when I deal with people, but I feel a lot of people think it's easier to restart because that gives them a new finish line mm-hmm. and say, let's just scrap it all and start over. So that way they never have to actually admit that there was, they, were, they didn't even have a time for a failure yet, but right. they don't want to fail. Yeah. So they're going to scrap it now in the beginning and go, no, no, I'm going to go a whole new direction. And then I, I watch people do like six or seven different narratives of the same story, mm. but not actually take the action to go forward. Right. Yeah. I mean, the human mind does crazy things. And a lot of it comes from that judgment place, right? We are anticipating somebody else's judgment. I've been learning so much about this this year. So many of the things that I have done have been not because somebody literally directly judged me. I was anticipating a potential judgment or criticism. So I did something to look better. And it's like, I was the one doing that to myself all the time. I get to control that. No one was just, you know. Right. It, it wasn't that there was something coming. It was that just in case, yeah. let, me, let, me, let me throw out a narrative ahead of time. <laughs> it's insane. We yeah. create all these stories in our heads. And, and that's one of the things I've been saying all the time is I'm choosing to create better stories. Right. Because I get to if I back to my Zoom scenario, when I hop on Zoom with somebody and they look like they're hating life and they're hating me. What? Why don't I imagine the story that maybe they're constipated? I don't know, man. Nice. That's I a crappy choose- way to think about it. <laughs> That's a crappy way to think about, it. you know, let's just. This is them. why you guys needed to introduce to be introduced to each other, because clearly you're two peas in a very, very dirty pot. Right. I blame my husband. I blame my husband. He's the one that instills these ideas on me. Anyway, so when it comes to attracting dream clients, no more headache clients, you empower them. It starts with that forgiveness, but let's take it up a notch here. Um, Love Donald Miller's, uh, that was not supposed to be a bullet point there. Love Donald Miller's building a story brand, the marketing Bible, all the people need to read it. And the concept of a guide and not a hero is genius that's what we all need to really embody more and more in our business is i'm not here to do it for you i am not saving you from anything (laughs) you need to step up and you need to take responsibility for yourself friend right no coach out there even if they say that which is a lie is going to turn things around for you i was just teaching a training yesterday and i said how many of you have purchased a course or a training thinking this is my last one and if this one doesn't work i'm quitting (laughs) I've done that. Not a very good energy to enter anything, right? Um, right. It's it's not meant to be like that. No one's supposed to rescue you from anything, right? It's all of it are stepping stones, gifts, lessons, and everything. But anyways, that's one of the things that he says is position yourself as this expert that is a guide. They're the hero. They're the hero of their own stories. They get to take the credit for whatever it is that they're doing. And what I encourage people now listening to me is start doing this in the open, in the, in the open. So throughout this entire thing, as I'm rambling along here, ideas are popping in your brain because that's how your brain works. Oh my gosh, I could say this in my next post, you know, oh my gosh, my next email could do it. <laughs> Don't just think about it. Write it down. As soon as we're off here, at least finish watching me. Um, okay. I can't now, Benny, please leave me. No. And uh, yeah, the, the other day he's like, it's an emergency. And then I opened the door and it's like, my tablet's not working. <laughs> That's could be classified as an, as, as an emergency. Yes. 
anyway, um, yeah, start, take action, take action and start doing this, you know, today, tomorrow, it doesn't matter. Benjamin, hold on. Marta has triplets, you guys, like literally three people that are all the same age, which I think is between six and seven. So like, it's like a whole nother so, level. Of see, it's an Ingram thing, but he said it's a valid emergency too. <laughs> yes. It's electronic yeah. devices. Electronic yes. devices. Okay. So yeah, don't overthink it. I think that's something else that I know doers don't struggle with, but thinkers obviously and feelers do. What would they think, right? You start with that inner judgment. It doesn't matter. People are going to forget it ever after 24 hours anyways. The majority of them won't even see it because, a hey, algorithm. Just put it out there. It's all practice for you. Uh, so start implementing what I'm saying in your content. Here is just some guidelines when you're thinking, okay, if there's lots of my audience that are maybe feelers. So I gave you some tips on the different areas of life. Here are some tips. How can you make people feel safe? to buy your thing, to invest in your thing. Start thinking about that. How can you remove the risk? Is it adding payment plans, right? Or is it, is, is it specifically tweaking the language? Or is it offering something that is lower cost? I don't understand how there's people still out there preaching that they're supposed to do everything high ticket for the rest of their lifetime. I guess, depending on what it is that they're doing, whatever. But some people are never going to want to take that risk with you, okay? So give them another chance to get started with you at a lower cost, lower access, less access to you, whatever. I could go on a, another rant on this. But anyway, in terms of thinkers, how can you empower them to take action? They struggle. Thinkers are the ones that will buy things freaking last five minutes of your cart open. I don't understand how people survive like that. I get stuff when I want them and it's right now. <laughs> but some True. people don't operate. Such a doer. Yes. Such a doer. Yeah, because they're, you know, processing, pros and cons. But there are people that are like that. So how can you accommodate them in your content and in your marketing? And finally, for the doers, how can you help ground themselves in the now? Because they're on to the next, on to the next, on to the next thing. So how can you do that with your content? And finally, reach my final step here. This is when you reach the transformation, which is talking about the opportunity, your offer, in the accountability. So there's so much debate on this. You know, if you offer a bunch of free content, will they ever even want to work with you if all your content is amazing free? And the difference is what people are actually investing in is the accountability, right? You can find anything on Google. Are you actually going to look for it? Are you actually going to do it? <laughs> no. You pay somebody to ask you, hey, are you actually doing that? <laughs> you know, and to be somebody that's there for them to ask questions. That's what we invest in. That is worth money because it's worth their time. And you as the guide will know the answers and we'll give them specific steps, right? You are the one that helps them actually implement, get there faster with your help and experiences. This is where you get to use testimonials, have a call to action in your content. So fun fact, feelers, let me know if you resonate with this, Joe. Um, they're the ones that depend more on testimonials than I think any of the other types because they see there are other people out there that have benefited from this. I don't want to listen just to this person. I want proof. I want evidence that this has worked for others. And, and video is crucial for mm -hmm. that because, again, you can go on anywhere and right. just type out something and attach someone's name to it. Right. And, and so to me, I look at that and go, nice try. They're not real. Nice try. <laughs> oh, so, my gosh. Yeah. Skeptic. 
yeah. And then it's like, okay. And then it's like when somebody has a video testimony on you, watch it. Right. And so um, I did an event with somebody and the person said, after the event, the speaker walked out into the audience and went, okay, what did you get from today? Ooh. And so it was like, what? And everybody, everybody stops, but the, oh my goodness, you were shook by him putting his phone in front of you like that. All of a sudden you went, oh, that was the authentic part. Mm-hmm. And that's when you went, oh, wow. And the testimonial video looks like the same video I shoot with my phone. Mm-hmm. And so to me, that just doubled up the credibility totally. of, of what was there where other people may not think about it that way. Yeah. Totally. No, that elevates it for sure. That's, and again, if people are sick of listening to just you, hear it from somebody else and you can play around with it and say, Hey, don't take it from me, this person. And I will say the majority of people love, depending on what it is that you're offering. Right. But they love being talked about. They love being showcased, ask for their permission. But more often than not, people appreciate it more than feel mad that you're sharing their testimonial because they're proud of their transformation and whatever happened to them. So use that for sure. Uh, Repetition. I can't say that enough. Repetition is for you as well, not just for the people. Because the more you talk about something, the better you get at it. Right. The other day, somebody was like, oh, my gosh, you look so young. You have three kids and you are so eloquent and you're so articulate. My first response was, I didn't come out of the womb this way. I probably came out of the womb talking. (laughs) But well, let's be real. You have three kids that came out once. Exactly. Come on. It wasn't like you staged them a couple years apart. Yeah. So it's practice. You're going to get better at it if you keep doing it. So again, the excuse of I'm just not good at it. Marketing is just not my thing. Well, it better start being friend. Otherwise, there is no business. <laughs> you need to talk about your stuff. And I have to say, timeline, a launch, uh, a runway, because that's what people don't understand. Here's the other one. It's another emergency, mom, from the first kid's emergency. Their their tablet gave my tablet a virus. But it just goes to show you that you can absolutely, absolutely run a business, a six-figure business, and have a bunch of freaking kids. Because we are both here on the screen with tons of kids. So if that's your excuse that, like, oh, I can't do it because, like, that's null and void. Yeah, it's not. It is true. So I think it's great because you're both muted and talking off the it's screen. It's a password to it's problem. So perfect right now. Let oh. me validate my own point. Bam! Yeah. Just now, yes. No one was here. We were just making it up, Amy Lee. <laughs> <laughs> What's that? Watch the shadows. There's no one in the room with you guys. You just okay, you just on. go. Yeah. Oh, you I can said, totally hear her kids in the background. I, can I know, but you said that, and then you. Oh, it's just Will. Yeah, and I said, see? See how both of you have the same distraction going on? And Amy Lee just proved her own point that she made? Uh Uh-huh. Yes. (laughs) I will. Okay. Price is averted. At least for some minutes. Okay. So, yeah. That's my normal Christmas present. Yes. So my last thing is give people some time. Don't talk about it some, something once and then assume they don't need it. They didn't see it. They're not convinced yet. It hasn't been raised enough in their awareness. Give people time. I would say at least 10 days these days. 
I actually, um, the, the one thing that has gone around social media for so long that it takes people seven times or whatever it is. I did a training not too long ago with a friend that actually went to college, has a degree in marketing in the nineties. She said, these are stats from the nineties friends. Nowadays, that number has more than tripled with, with the internet and with technology. So do yourself a favor, give them two weeks, give them a freaking month. Right. And that's where you got to learn different price points to make sure you're actually making money if you're advertising the same thing several times. So my last my last slide here is really having an action plan. So do you do you already know? So we're talking Black Friday. I do have Black Friday offer that I would love to share. But this week, it's like you may have already a plan just because it is this week, right? But what about the other weeks of the year? Do you know what you're going to be talking about? Can people, again, go somewhere, find you, and buy something from you? Because if not, then it's not their problem. It's not social media's problem, right? You're not putting yourself out there and sharing this stuff. Um, again, here's my quiz people can take. And my super extraordinaire empowered Black Friday, I'm super excited about that, is that I put eight of my offers on a page. I'm treating it like a shop. I feel super important. And you can get them for 50% off. Oh, God, I love it. I love it. Programs. So let's go over here. Yeah. DF22. Mindset, content, visibility. Go to TV, go to TEDx, stand out on social media. I got you. Okay. So this was amazing. And again, look, she threw in there. But you know what piece you need? The mm. same piece everybody else was writing down before, which was accountability. Right. Yes. We have this one throughout there. We need accountability that goes up. So again, everybody stop and look. So she's got her podcast, which means you should be listening to her and you yes. should listen to one episode, leave a review for a five star on there. Cause that's what helps people find the people that you like. So it's not about grab Martha and keep her in your pocket and say, whenever I want to listen to her, I get it. And all the information's for me. It's about sharing it out. It's about putting it out to people that can go through and give this. So there's already a link in there for your book pinned up to the top. We're golden. So okay. it went out on all of them. So that is perfect. But look how easy it is. I'm going to point out because I'm that nerd too. Okay. How easy was it to find her book? It's her website forward slash book. You want to find her podcast? It's her website forward slash podcast. Okay. Well, what about all the programs she has? Okay. Right. That's her website forward slash programs. Okay. It's, it's again, that goes right back to your point. How can people buy from you easily? Mm -hmm. Okay. And I want to point out another thing I was looking at too. So as you were talking, it reminded me of something I had wrote a while ago. So I went into my phone and grabbed it real quick. So, we are all energetic beings. It is a frequency thing. It's a frequency at which you operate at is what allows somebody else to hear the message that other people have been throwing at them. So if you think about it, there's music you listen to, you don't like, mm -hmm. and you hear it. Well, what if that music actually had enough to make you a millionaire? It had the steps to make you a millionaire to go from six to seven figures, but you can't hear it because you don't like the frequency of the music. You don't like the, the baseline. You don't like whatever's there. Mm -hmm. So what you'll find is that, and she started off, you have to change the frequency in which you speak so that you're speaking in the music that that person needs to hear. Exactly. 
And so while we're different, she still changed up her delivery so that it could be heard by all three types, mm -hmm. right? Doers, thinkers, and feelers. So that's there. But I'm, I'm going to tell you what you should have took a note on because I took the note, right? How do you make them feel safe enough to take a risk? How can you empower them to take action now? And then how can you ground somebody to do it now and not think of the five other things they could go do after that? Mm -hmm. So, yes, here we go. No death metal in the elevators, please. please. That's, that's can I share story. what I got if I promise not to eat this lovely tin of holiday popcorn while I say it? Yes, please. What really stuck out to me is that there's a dichotomy here between... Of course, it's okay that you haven't done it yet. It's okay that it's stressful. It's okay that this doesn't come naturally to you. But then she's also there to like kick you in the pants and be like, but get up anyway, but do it anyway. So it's like this duality between the compassion for the fact that this isn't something that comes easily to you and also not absolving you of your responsibility to do it. You know, it's like you own a farm and you planted all the seeds and there was a drought and you were sick and everybody, you know, whatever. And all the workers left and it's like, I get it. And that sucks, but that still doesn't mean that you have a crop. Like it's not your fault, but you still have to figure out how you're going to feed people. And so I think that's a really powerful message that a lot of people either come in with the, you know, Oh, you poor thing, you know, it's not your fault. And then some people are like, you're a jerk and you should have done it. And you combine those two, <laughs> those two ideologies to create what, what, people really need which is tough love with grace you know mm. that's true and and i just thought to myself too as i was sitting here and i pulled up on the other screen i was like let me go to my my landing page and now my action plan when i'm done here is to go move all the pay buttons to the very top love right? it don't let them look because all i do is i put up stuff and then i go okay let me go add and so i add to the bottom but whatever I'm adding is typically what I'm talking about right now. So I should be putting it right up at the top. Yeah. And so that's what's that one. So I don't know what Gerolot is. He might've meant great <laughs> info, but since I'm related to him. Oh, that's another takeaway. Tablets are emergencies and it's okay to mute myself and yell at people. There you, there you go. go. Permission See? granted. Right. Now she's a real person. Yes. And Amy Lee got some props here with money and fire so but money and fire fantastic uh, i have nobody jumping in with questions which means you just flat out nailed it thanks Martha, right and you got amy lee and i taking notes and throwing out what exactly it was they should have learned in Love case it. they were just you know i need to take notes of your notes i'm using that for my marketing <laughs> everything's content <laughs> It is. And that's, and again, that was like on the, your little quiz. I was over there going, well, yeah, the issue is sitting down to go make contact. Right. I'm like, I can sit, I can sit, have a conversation. And now it bugs me because I'll talk to people. And as I'm talking to them, I'm like, well, this is a whole segment for TikTok. Well, this would be a great Instagram reel. Right. And I'm like, ah, oh. yeah. Leave so, me alone brain. But that's right. a good problem to have because many people don't do that. And it's like, that's the problem. Yeah. I can overthink anything. Just mm -hmm. give me a chance. Yay. Right. Go buy the book. Yes, please. Yeah, about there. I have audible, all the things. So if you like listening. 
And it was like a Kindle special thing too, whatever, when I logged in. I, I had like, it, yeah. I don't have it anymore. It's okay. like eight bucks anyway, so go get okay. it. Okay, come on. You can make yeah. that money back. You already made that money back already. Go buy the book to, to yeah. say thanks for coming here, right? You killed it. Tom Thank said you're, so he's much. speechless. Yay. Yes. And again, go back to what she broke out in here and then threw up at the end like it was nothing was that every single thing she has is in the same format. Slash book, slash program, slash quiz, mm -hmm. right? All of that is simple. Mm -hmm. Okay. And so, and one of the things I, I come back to you and say, everything you shared is just literally six figures in a 40 minute package at this point. Mm -hmm. But a, a friend, a friend told me, you don't have to be great at sales. Now this is the sales show, right? Mm -hmm. But, and I'll say it anyway, you don't have to be great at sales if you're great at marketing and they're calling to buy from you. Mm -hmm. He's like, how hard can it be to not screw it up right. is what you're trying to accomplish. And I was mm -hmm. like, yep. So that's true. <laughs> Tom's bought more books this year than his whole life combined. Uh, now you got to read them. Yeah. Remember, it's not shelf help. Right. You got to read it. You got to read it. I never yeah. heard that one. Love oh, it. yeah. I got a whole whole rack of books. And my 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 bookshelf is worth billions. Mm. You just got to take it off of the shelf help and become right. self-help. Mm. So, but perfect. Miss Marta, I thank you. Any last words you want to throw out besides get up and go do something? Um, right. I guess uh, a most recent one is make yourself known and make yourself useful. Don't underestimate the power of connections and relationships. Get on out there, make people know that you exist, but also make yourself useful. And making yourself useful is not just making sales, making connections, offering something in return. All of that's going to come back to you. Oh, fantastic. I went and met with somebody at a friend's event the other day. I knew him from 10 years ago. And now I yesterday I was at his house for an hour mm. wow. goofing around. I picked up two speaking gigs and like nine introductions for my show. That's amazing. And he just sat there going, he's like, what do you need? I'm like, I'm good, man. Let's just talk about, I want to help you get to here. And he's like, no, no, no. And he goes, you need people on your show. I did your show. And I was like, yeah, you did. And he just sat there, bing, bing, bing. He goes, okay, there's all these introductions on Instagram. Now go make something of it. And I was like, what? But again, like you said, was that a sale? It wasn't. Right. But what resulted from it will become worth a lot of money exactly and look at what is this tom thinks he knows well, the knows. ending that's how we end every show so he's already telling me joe shut up and end the show that's what he's no we say go out there and sell something oh i say i say every time so go sell something is how okay. we actually end it okay oh i like it cool yep well, so thank you miss so marta please oh. use all the links that are in the comments that are there in the show notes, get out there. Miss Amy Lee, thank you for jumping on. Thank you both for demonstrating children mix with business. So we're good there. And so, but thanks everybody and go sell something. Thanks.